Shulchan Archarav, Simen Tafresh Vav, Sheifayis Adam Eschavede Be'erev Yom Kippur. Void Alatzifim, Section 606, the requirement that people appease one another on Erev Yom Kippur. Halacha Aleph 1, Havede Shabin Adam Lechavedoi, Ein Yom Kippur Mechaper, Ad Sheiratz Eschavedoi. Yom Kippur does not atone for sins between a man and his fellow until he has appeased that person. Now, any transgression between man and man is also a transgression between man and God, who has commanded us to respect the property and the feelings of our fellow Jew. The spiritual influences that are aroused in Yom Kippur, that atone for all transgressions between man and God, cannot atone for transgressions against one's fellow man until that person is appeased. Shenemar, how do we know this? This concept that Yom Kippur does not atone for sins between man and his fellow until um, one has appeased that person is derived as follows. It's written in Vayikra, Leviticus 16, because on this day he will atone for you to purify you from all your sins. Before God will you be purified. The implication is that Yom Kippur atones only for sins before God, whereas wrongs between man and man will not be atoned for by Yom Kippur unless one appeases the other person. For this reason, on the day before Yom Kippur, that's today, everyone should conscientiously appease every individual whom he has wronged, even if he merely angered someone verbally. Now, needless to say, if one wrongs another person financially, he must not only appease him for having wronged him, but must also restore the money owed. Continuing the halacha, even if a person merely angers someone verbally, he must go and appease him and request his forgiveness. Now, it is preferable that the offender ask for forgiveness personally, if he knows that an agent, a shliach, is more likely to succeed. So then, he may send a shliach. When asking for forgiveness, he should specify the wrong he committed against his fellow, but if this would cause his fellow embarrassment, he should not specify the wrong. This concludes Alocha Aleph, Alocha Base 2. If the offended party is not appeased the first time, the offender should go back and try to appease him a second time with another form of conciliation. If he is still not appeased, he should go to him a third time to appease him with yet another form of conciliation. Each time he goes to him, even the first time, he should take three people with him and try to appease him in their presence. If the offended party is not appeased, even after th- the third attempt, one is under no further obligation to him. Nevertheless, one should stay publicly. Another was notified 10 people that he went to appease that other person, but was refused so that people at large will not suspect that he was not willing to humble himself before his fellow and ask his forgiveness. Now, when does it apply that a person is not, that if they're not appeased after the third time, then you have no more obligation? So in Allah Hakim al says, When does the above apply? When we're talking about where one angered one of his peers. If, however, he angered his Torah teacher, his rabbi, he must go to him repeatedly to ask forgiveness until he is appeased. This applies not only to one's foremost teacher that's called Rabbi Muvhok, the mentor from whom he derived most of his learning, but even to a teacher from whom he merely heard words of Torah. Moreover, even if one verbally angered one of his peers, 
If he desires to be stringent and go to him to ask forgiveness, many times he may, provided that doing so will not compromise the respect due to the Torah. Now that's all as far as the one, the obligation of the one who has to go and ask forgiveness. Now we're going to talk about the one who is asked to forgive. What is his obligation? One who is asked to forgive should not be callous and withhold forgiveness. And in fact, a person who does so is actually now considered the sinner. To illustrate this principle, the Rambam notes in the, in the following law that because the Gibeonites did not forgive the family of King Shaul, Shaul Amalek, King Saul, they were ostracized. Like it says in Sefer Shmuel Beis, the Gibeonites are not among the children of Israel. So, one should not be callous and withhold forgiveness. On the contrary, he should forgive immediately unless his intent is for the benefit of the person asking forgiveness to humble his brazen heart. Alternatively, one may withhold forgiveness if he fears that forgiving will cause harm to himself. Such a situation is not required to forgive because his own life takes precedence over the life of his fellow. Now, if a person spreads shame ra, disparaging report, or gives a bad reputation about another, the latter is not required to forgive him under any circumstances, even if he's repeatedly asked for forgiveness, because some people may have heard of the false rumor, but not of the appeasement. It will appear to them that the rumor may be true, and that this person has not yet been cleared of unfavorable suspicion. To conclude the halacha, nevertheless, as an expression of the attribute of humility, it is proper to forgive even one who spread a disparaging report. This concludes halacha dalid and today's shir. Gemar chasima toivah.